From Outside's Healthy Living Group, this is HLG's Talk Healthy Today podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Davis. Hi, it's Lisa Davis. Please don't skip this very important announcement. I will keep it brief. Talk Healthy Today is ending in the next two months or so. So you can come back, check the shows. But the good news is you can get all the same great content and even more at Health Power. Now, Health Power was formerly Naturally Savvy. Now it is called Health Power, and there are over a thousand episodes. So please go now or go when it's convenient, but don't forget, go where you get your podcasts, go find Health Power and hit subscribe. I really hope you'll come with me. I love this audience. I've heard from so many of you. I love what I've been doing here, and I'm going to just continue all this great work over at Health Power. Also, if you want more information, go to lisadavismph.com. Okay, thanks so much. Can't wait to see you over at Health Power. Let's talk about finding your why. What does that mean? Well, a lot of us want to make healthy lifestyle changes, and a lot of us start to make healthy lifestyle changes. And then many of us fall off the healthy lifestyle uh, wagon because we don't have a really deep, significant reason. One of the reasons I brought this up as well is because there's a chapter on this Well, it includes this. It's chapter three, Be the Change to Find Your Lifestyle in my book, Clean Eating, Dirty Sex, Central Superfoods and Aphrodisiac Practices for Ultimate Sexual Health and Connection. If you've heard me say it once, you'll hear me say it again. The book is not about dirty sex. It's a cookbook, it's a memoir, and it is a healthy living guide. I have incredible experts in this book, and I'm going to be highlighting a few of them today in this chapter. I want to highlight one now. Uh, Pankaj Vidj, MD, he wrote a wonderful book about metabolism, and he is just absolutely fantastic. I asked him about finding your why, and I asked him to talk about what that means to him. And he's one of those doctors that you definitely want to see. He asks you questions. He cares about how you're doing. It's not just, you know, a quick eight-minute appointment. There's a lot of depth. And I think that's something that so many of us are missing. And when you have a doctor who just says, okay, you need to lose weight. See you later. Bye. You need to exercise. See you later. There's no help. There's no questioning. There's no trying to get you to figure out your motivation. So I'm going to read this from the book. I'm very excited. I just think he's so incredible. And so this is what Dr. Vidge says. I think the biggest piece is the why. You start with the why because once you have a strong why for whatever it is that you are trying to do, the where, who, how, and when would fall into place. You have to peel the onion a few times and really ask why five or six times. Why do I want this? Why do I really want this? Why am I really doing this? Let's get to the bottom of the real motivation. The real thing that motivates me is my lifetime dream of climbing Mount Everest or my dream of being able to play tennis with my grandson and beat him in one game. To me, those are bigger goals than just looking good in a dress. Finding out what that why is, and when we peel the different layers of the onion, we find out that we are all very similar. We all like to have beautiful experiences. We all like to learn new things. We all like to grow and contribute in some way. Those are our highest needs, and those cannot be fulfilled if we do not have good energy flow and we are tired and foggy-headed all of the time. I thought that was so beautiful. When he gave that to me when I asked him to contribute to the book and I asked him about finding your why. I love how he said, we all like to have beautiful experiences because we really do. You know, I'm going to share a little bit about how I found my why finally when it came to 
sticking with my physical therapy exercises. Now, this might sound boring, but I'm sure you've been there before. You have an injury or I don't even have an injury. I just have kneecaps that don't track correctly. And so every time I bend my knee, it scrapes against the uh, the femur and it's really a pain literally and physically. And so I've gone to PT before and I'll do the exercises for a month or so. And then my life just kind of goes on and I forget about them. Well, recently I was diagnosed with arthritis in both knees and I watched my mom suffer horrendously my entire childhood from bad knees. She had some botched knee surgeries in the early 70s. She had to bring ice everywhere she went. And as a child, I hate to admit this, but I was more embarrassed because my mom also had broken her coccyx. So she had this butt seat. My brother and I used to call it this butt seat. So she'd have to bring her butt seat and then she'd have to bring her ice And then eventually later on, she got food sensitivities, so she'd have to bring her own food. It was just like this whole caravan would have to go whenever we went out to eat. And don't even get me started on the fact that they would bring the game Boggle. I don't even know if you remember the game Boggle, but that really loud shake, 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 shake game with the letter. Oh, anyway, yeah, my childhood was was no picnic. Anyway, um, I... It was this, what was finding for me, my why, was this final realization that if I don't want to end up like my mother, if I want, if I don't want to, if I have to carry ice everywhere I go, I already have her food sensitivities and I've got her bad knees, but I'm really, I'm lucky because I live in a time of keto and paleo and more options. And when she was alive, she died 24 years ago, 95 they didn't, there was none of that. I mean, yes, you could just eat a high fat diet or you could eat a vegan diet or you could eat whatever, but it was just felt much more restrictive. And it wasn't, the people didn't have these different ways of eating or there wasn't names for it. So I feel like I'm ahead of the game there. I have a much better control over my food issues. Um, And I finally decided that I needed to get a hold of my knee issues. So it's been about seven weeks and I have done my exercises I do them every other day. That's what's required. I do the stretching on the foam roll every day, even though it hurts. Uh, And it's incredible. But in only seven weeks, I can walk my dogs now without knee pain. Uh, I might get a little sore, but there's no actual pain. And I am not going to stop. I will be 95 and I will be doing these dang knee exercises because I want to keep feeling good. So for me... The motivation, the finding my why, it might be easier in terms of having an example of someone I love that suffered. And I remember as a kid, my mom doing her knee exercises. She had the ankles and she would do them. I don't know how religiously she did them or if she eventually gave up, but I know that her knees eventually gave up. And that was really hard to watch. Some other things I want to talk about in this chapter is looking at your lifestyle And some of the people I talk to about this are people you've heard on the show, the wonderful Dr. Lori Shemek. She talks about adopting new habits. And I thought this was so interesting because you always hear that it takes 21 days to form a new habit. And Lori said, this is in the book, quote, new research shows it takes 60 days. In the habit study published in 2009, the average length of time was 60 days. The range was 18 days to 254 days, depending upon the behavior. So Dr. Shemek uh, encourages people to take small, consistent steps and just keep on going. And that's what I've been doing. Now, I'm not good at math, but I think I have been doing this 66 days. And it feels like a habit at this point. It really does. And so that's, no, wait a second, seven 
Okay, so maybe it's been like 49 days, but I'm getting there and I'm going to get there. I'm going to keep on going. Another wonderful person in this chapter is Beth Frady's MD, lifestyle medicine specialist, health and wellness coach, and founder of Wellness Synergy LLC. Now, she developed this great goal setting method because goals are super important as well. And she calls it MOSS, Motivators, Obstacles, Strategies, and Strengths. So MOSS, we're going to get into each one a little bit here. So Dr. Frady says, quote, identifying compelling motivators is key. What is your motivation for changing certain behaviors? I already talked about mine. Why do you want to be like this? Uh, why do you want to be like this in one, five, 10 or more years? Why well, I always want my needs to be healthy. Uh, it is essential to identify a compelling motivator that speaks to you when you were trying to adopt a healthy new behavior. So there, I talked about my motivation. What's yours? You really need to look inside. Now, obstacles. We all have obstacles. So Dr. Frady says, uh, next, think about what will get in your way. Now, what <laughs> usually gets in my way is my daughter saying, mom, when are you going to be with me? Mom, I thought we were supposed to do this. Mom, 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 mom. So I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. And I've had to say to my daughter, I know you want to be with me. You can hang out with me while I do my exercises. I usually like to watch a show while I do my exercises. Why don't we watch something we both like or put on some music? But you you don't want to be deterred. You need to make time and you need to make it your time and you need to get it done. Whatever it is, whatever change you're trying to do uh, is very important. What will stop you from fulfilling that vision or from meeting your goals brainstorm about what could go wrong or things already in place that seem to be stumbling blocks. So let's say you're trying to eat healthier, but your partner or your family is really resistant. Guess what? You need to do it anyway. And eventually you need to say, look, I'm not a short order cook. This is what I made. This is what what we're having. It might sound harsh, but when I was growing up, my mom was a health food nut. And let me tell you, there was no special meals. I either ate what we had or I didn't eat. So I ate what we had and I did give my lima beans to my sister. I will admit it that I was, <laughs> it was a point where she liked lima beans. I couldn't stand them. I still can't stand them. And she would be really cool about it for a while. And then she'd say, okay, this is, I don't want any more of your damn lima beans. I guess she probably didn't say damn at age eight, but she definitely gave me the look of like enough already with the lima beans. All right. So common obstacles, and these are all ones we've heard before, not having enough time to devote to adopting a new healthy habit, feeling comfortable with the current routine, even though it is leading you down an unhealthy path, a spouse, I just mentioned this, who practices unhealthy habits, demanding hours at work, family problems, issues with children. She says, all of these obstacles are challenging, but they are not impossible to surpass, okay? The other S, or the first S in strategies, because we went over M, motivation, O, obstacle strategies is spend time strategizing ways around the obstacles you identified. Like I I just gave you my example with my daughter. You want to be with me? Then figure out a way to be with me while I'm doing my exercises. The more solutions you think of, the more likely you'll find a viable one. Now, finding solutions will increase your confidence that you can meet your goals and succeed in living your vision. Sometimes brainstorming with a friend can help you to be inventive and creative. Now your strengths, we all have strengths. So you want to uncover your strengths, gifts and talents that'll empower you to tackle the obstacles and persevere through the process. Now, if you can't think of any strengths on your own, ask someone close to you. You know, we all have strengths. And I think if you don't feel like you have any strengths, you've got a self-esteem issue. And that's something that you should definitely look into, self-love, self-compassion, because we all have things that that are are, our strengths. My strength is not wanting to have my mother's knees. (laughs) 
No, I have other strengths as well. So speaking about your own strengths is not always comfortable for us. However, it is important to acknowledge your gifts and talents so that you can set yourself up for success in the long run. Everyone is unique and everyone has strengths. So to be our best, we need to use our strengths as often as possible. Now, I don't want to give away everything in this chapter because I really do hope you'll get the book Clean Eating Dirty Sex. Again, it's not about dirty sex. And there's so many incredible experts in here like this that share such good advice. So I'm just going to share one more. uh, And it is Dr. Denise. And Dr. Denise is fantastic. I love that she says this. um, Mindset is everything. It is important to think of everything in terms of lifestyle, health, and well-being. Our thoughts, words, and actions are powerful, and we influence our ability to make long-lasting change and to thrive from a mind-body perspective. Now, Dr. Denise, she goes by uh, Dr. Denise, but her full name is Denise McDermott, MD. She's a board-certified adult and child psychiatrist specializing in integrative approaches to mental health health. I love that. She's incredible. She has her own show, Dr. Denise. You should definitely check out her podcast. So she talks about things that you can do. This is stuff she talks about with her patients for creating their integrative well-being plan. Write it down and be specific. Keep it simple. Involve loved ones. Be kind to yourself. Stay in a space of gratitude. Practice mindfulness and don't forget to laugh. You might notice I laugh a lot, which might seem odd because there's nobody else here and I'm still laughing. So I guess I find myself amusing. But laughter really is so incredibly important. So I've talked a bit about motivation, about finding your why. And I really hope that this will help. This is going to be a short podcast today. I just wanted to share this with you. And on the next podcast, I'm going to be talking about some other information in my book. And I hope that it really helps you. Hi, it's Lisa Davis. Please don't skip this very important announcement. I will keep it brief. Talk Healthy Today is ending in the next two months or so. So you can come back, check the shows. But the good news is you can get all the same great content and even more at Health Power. Now, Health Power was formerly Naturally Savvy. Now it is called Health Power, and there are over a thousand episodes. So please go now or go when it's convenient, but don't forget go where you get your podcasts, go find Health Power, and hit subscribe. I really hope you'll come with me. I love this audience. I've heard from so many of you. I love what I've been doing here, and I'm going to just continue all this great work over at Health Power. Also, if you want more information, go to lisadavismph.com. Okay, thanks so much. Can't wait to see you over at Health Power.